Good evening, Rabbi Sai. We are based Rasham to the last Perik here in Sharaknia, Perik Asiri. The last Perik in Sharaknia. We've come this far learning about humility. Really, the idea of humility is to be humble before Hashem, to understand that Hashem is present, ever present, at every moment in the world, everything that we have. We should appreciate that we have it. We should be happy that Akash Baruch has given the the invested this ability to every person who is able to accomplish something in this world and always realize that there's still so much more to go because HaKadosh Baruch has given him this much there's certainly more that HaKadosh Baruch can't give him and probably expects of him because the, even the natural talents that the person has he realizes that for a purpose that to serve Hashem and therefore he, has, he feels humble that he has really still come short in terms of his obligations that he has to do for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But now in chapter 10, we finally come to some benefits. Here are some fringe benefits that one gets by having the Midah of Anova, by attaining humility and modesty. There are six things that can be pointed out that are beneficial. There are three things that we could isolate that are actually proven and beneficial things that come to a person who is humble in worldly matters. And three of them will have to wait for But they're of great benefit for when we get to the next world. What are the things of uh, great benefit of a person who has attained humility? What does he gain from it in this world? Number one, one of them is He's happy with what he has. He is happy with his portion. A humble person realizes, what, I, I, I deserve more. I should have a, a, a bigger house. I should have more money. Uh, I should be even smarter than I am. A person who's humble says, this is what I have. He's not full of himself to say, one second, I'm only this amount. I could be, I could, really should be greater. So, he's happy with his lot. Because someone who is full, someone who enters into him pride and greatness about himself, the whole world and everything in it is not nothing is enough to satisfy this person. Not only nothing is enough to satisfy, nothing is to satisfy in terms of the honor that he is given. It's not enough. Coming up to Rishchidosh Adars, we're already starting to hear the uh, the story of Purim with Haman. Haman had everybody in the whole kingdom bowing down to him, except one person. One person didn't bow down. An old Jew with a white beard, he didn't bow down to him. And Haman says, It's worthless. It's worthless. As long as this Mordechai Yehudi sits in the Shara Melech and doesn't bow down to me, it's worthless. People who crave covered honor because they feel they're deserving of it, they feel they're great, you can never satisfy them. They'll never be satiated. 
no matter what you give them. Here he's saying, even lechal kolosai, no matter what the world throws upon them, never enough. What, what do you mean? You have millions? It's not enough. I could use more. That's the person who has gaiva gedula. Legoiva liba is because of the holiness of his heart. And even he's not happy, he despises what he has already. What do you mean you have so much? Ah, it's not enough. This, the sky's the limit and beyond. So therefore a person who is full of pride and full of feeling of, of greatness for himself doesn't live a satisfied life. That's the way it is. Chazal describe it as Yesh Lemona Rotsa Masayim. He has 100, he wants 200. Yesh Lemasayim, he has 200, he wants 400. So he's never satisfied. We discussed this once, I think, in Shar B'Tochen. Why is he never satisfied? At least he's satisfied with the, with the 100. No, he's not. He's not happy about the 100 because he's not focused on the 100 that he has. He's, he's looking at the, for the 200. He's not focused on the 200 he has because he was looking at the 400. So he, he's never satisfied. So that's what we're saying here. One of the benefits of being humble is realizing that what I have is, is sufficient for me. Because the person who has feelings of greatness and pride is never satisfied. But when a person is indeed humble, he doesn't view himself as, what do you mean? I should be getting, I should be getting shlishi every Shabbos. If not that, at least shishi. They should be asking me for daven for the yomad. <laughs> at least. Shachris, not chakris, musif. Not myrif. That, that, that's for the small potatoes. So the person who, who's humble that says, listen, they, they, they didn't ask me to daven. They didn't ask me to give, to give the uh, to give the shear. They didn't ask me to give, okay. But someone who's gaivadik, impossible. Whatever he gets from this world, whatever he has in terms of food, whatever he has is satisfactory. It brings him to peace of mind. And it minimizes anxiety. What he has to eat, he eats. He wears what he's able to, to attain. He sleeps in the bed that he has. Because of his humility. And he realizes, okay, what do I, I, I should deserve more. I should expect more. I'm satisfied with what I have. But someone who feels so proud of himself, and he's full of gaivas, full of pride, what do you mean? Of course I deserve better. First I deserve more. I should be having uh, better, better meals. And that's why they, they never live a very good life. Those in the opposite camp who have gaiva, it's the opposite. Whatever they get is still not enough. No matter how much you give him, because of his gaiva, it's never enough. It's never enough. This is like Shleim Amalek writes in Mishlei. Interesting posik. It's not talking about necessarily someone who is a Balgaiva or a Balakniyoy, a humble person. It's talking about a Tzadik in a Russia. But interesting that the Chavazavavis uses this posik to depict the difference between the Balgaiva and the Onav. 
כמוי שאומר החוכם צדיק אוכל לסייבה נפשי. הצדיק eats to satisfy himself. Why does he eat? At the end of the day, we have to realize, why does a person eat? Because he has to fill up, he has to fill up the tank. He has to fill up his stomach in order to be able to survive, in order to be able to, to do things. So he eats l'seva nafshay to satisfy himself. His nefesh is now calmed, his nefesh is good, he can go on with things. Ubeten rishoyim techser. But the belly of the rasha is always lacking. No matter how much you fill up in his stomach, he always wants more. He's never satisfied. He finished one thing, he's looking on to the next thing. This is, this is the problem with the Russia. No matter how much you fill up, it's never enough. Interesting, in this piece here, there's a, uh, a piece from, quoted from the great Rabbi Akiva Eger. Hagoyin Rabbi Akiva Eger. I think what's so beautiful about it is you see that Rabbi Akiva Eger, as great as he was and as much Torah as he, as he uh, had in his mind and his neshama, which is unfathomable to us, the amount of Torah that he learned. But yet he took time to learn Cheves Havavis. And he quotes to explain a, a Pasuk at the end of Sefer Bereshis, a Parashas Vayechi, where after Yaakov Vinu died, so the brothers were a little bit nervous about how Yosef would treat them. So Yosef tells them, don't worry, Yosef says to his brothers, Anoichi meis, Hashem is going to take care of you. And He's going to take you out of this, this uh, land of Egypt. And make sure you take my bones also. So Rabbi Kivag is bothered by the word He should say really and is, I should, I will be dying. I will die one day. I will die soon. Anoichi may sounds like that I am dead. I am dead? Who talks like that? Anoichi meis, I am dead. You should say, I'm going to die, but don't worry, Hashem will take you out of Mitzrayim. So Bikvega explains that Yosef knew that the brothers were still nervous. Yaakov Avinu had died already, and who knows what, what, uh, how Yosef is going to treat us. So Yosef said, you should know, don't worry, I'm not, I'm not uh, upset at you, and I'm not jealous of you, of all the years that you had together with our father, and I was here languishing in a prison. I'm not jealous of you. And to, to express that, that he felt no jealousy towards them, Yosef said to them, I have no jealousy because I, to me, I'm dead. In other words, I view myself as nothing important. It's not like, oh, I had, I had to have that. I should have had that. I'm upset that I'm not satisfied at, at my lot and what I had. And he quotes this piece of Chavis Avavis. It says, like the Chavis Avavis says, that someone who has gaiva and greatness in himself, it's never enough. Never enough to satisfy him. But someone who has kinia. So then he takes from the world whatever he gets. He's, he's satisfied with the food he gets. satisfied with the clothing that he's able to wear. And with that, he also is able to eradicate any feelings of jealousy towards other people. And he sort of hatred to other people. He's not upset with them. He's not jealous of them. Because in his own mind, he's not deserving of more. This is the first benefit, Chavis says, in this world. Just living in this world 
a an anxious free life, a, a happy life because he's satisfied with what he has. Sometimes not always so easy. We see other people, but it's always because well, I'm looking at other people and what they have and feeling well, I, I should be having that. But if a person would stop it in its tracks and say, listen, you know what I have is already more than my chelik. Natalti I've already taken more than my portion. So if a person feels like that, he feels, listen, what I have is already, maybe I'm who, says, I'm who says I'm even deserving of that. So he gets to appreciate what he has, and with that he's satisfied with Mechel and this is the positive. He eats to satisfy himself. The Rosha never has enough. The, Rosh, the Rosha's belly is never filled up enough. I could tenacht if I say.